hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Other fans here at Reese Smithville enjoying the bright sunshine and a good baseball game. The Raiders leading one to nothing as we go to the fifth inning. Uh, here's another May 1 happening. All right, John, in uh, 1926 on the 1st of May, a right-handed pitcher by the name of Satchel Page <laughs> makes his professional pitching debut as the Chattanooga Black Lookouts defeat the New Orleans Algiers one to nothing as Satchel Page gives up only two hits in the Negro Southern League contest in Chattanooga. So they would have played that at Engle Field. Probably so. Engle Stadium. Pitch low in the dirt outside. Well, Ingalls Stadium has a history, doesn't it? Josh Killeen, yes it does. Jaden Ham working in his fifth inning. Pitching to Killeen, takes it outside again, ball two, two and oh. Killeen struck out in the second. Ham in four innings has allowed no runs on two hits. He's walked one and struck out six. There's ball three outside. I think all the names that played at Engel Stadium over the years. One I recall in particular, Harmon Killebrew. Yes, indeed. The pitch. High ball four, and Killeen draws a four-pitch walk to lead off the fifth inning. You never like to walk that first batter in an inning, and now it'll be Isaiah Walker. For many years, the uh, that was the uh, Washington Senator Farm Club, right? And they didn't bother to have a Triple A team, so all their top prospects were playing in Chattanooga. On their I did way not to realize that. Yeah. Here's Walker, fly to right in the third inning. Right-handed batter, runner at first, no outs. Top of the fifth. Throw to first, runner back. So all those guys that made that switch from Washington to Minnesota in 1961 that ended up being a a pennant winning team within the next year or two after that, they all came through Chattanooga. Strike call and the count is nothing and one now to Walker. And that's also the the ballpark where the, uh, the lookouts were playing an exhibition game against the Yankees. And they brought on the young lady who struck out Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. 
in the first inning, I think. Yeah. A 17-year-old? I think Something we had like that, that on one of our trivia. Th- yeah. Things. What is their name? Jackie something or other, I think. One strike to count. Runner at first. Nobody out. One to nothing Raiders. We are in the top of the fifth inning. Jaden Ham out of the stretch. Delivers high. Ball one. One and one. He's... Uh... They need to talk to him about his release point. He's having trouble with that. He's missing high now. He's not been missing high all day. Caught the inside corner. Yeah. One and two. Didn't Allison play at Chattanooga? Sure did. Jim Allison. uh, Jim Cott pitched in Chattanooga. Jim Cott finally getting uh, the nod he has deserved for decades to go into the Hall of Fame. Pitch the plate, strike, three call. Great pitch by Ham, off speed. Caught him looking. That's the way to come back from those uh, two bad pitches that went high. It's Ham's seventh strikeout, and with one out, a runner at first. The batter is Matt King, the shortstop. He flied out to center field in the third. One on, one out here in the fifth. Ham will throw to first and run her back. Ham does not lob the ball to first. He <laughs> no. throws his best fastball over there. Here's the pitch to King, off-speed oh, yeah. strike. That's three in a row off-speed pitches he's gotten in the strike zone. The last two to Walker. And that first pitch to King. Nothing and one to count. There's the fastball, and he swung right through it. And the count is 0-2. If you've got a good fastball, you can't throw it every pitch. And he's mixing them up well. Two strikes the count. High for a ball, one and two. And what you find a lot of the times with uh, the guys who have the good fastball, they don't throw it all the time for strikes. They'll show it and then get you on the off-speed stuff. Here's the pitch. Swung on and hit the short. They'll have to go to second. That's the only out they're going to get. That ball hit slowly, and Peralta had to charge, make a good pickup right at the edge of the grass and get it over to Jennings for the force out on Killeen coming down. That'll right. go six to four for the second out, and on at first, King with two outs. One, uh, they, good basic baseball, you get that lead runner. Here is Tapia. Got his first hit of the series in the third inning. A double. Pitches outside to him. Ball one. The leadoff man, one for two. Now one out of nine in the series. King the runner at first. Very short lead. 
And the pitch to the plate. Tapia takes oh. it low. That looked like a cutter. Does he throw a cutter? It is not listed on the sheet. <laughs> he might throw one. 2-0 oh, the count. Wow. The pitch. Strike call. Good fastball. And it's 2-1. and one. Fastball curve changeup is okay. what his primary pitches. And he's used that changeup to good advantage today. Sure has. Two balls at a strike. Ask for time does Tapia and granted by the home plate umpire. Doing a little doctoring in the batter's box and maybe a little doctoring with his uh, mental outlook. Two balls and a strike. Pitch swing and a miss. And that was the high hard one. Two and two. That one's hard to lay off sometimes. Dick, I would swear to you that if that line at the back of the that batter's box had not been erased, his foot is not in the box. He is right on where the line should be. Two balls, two strikes. He's trying to get every last half inch. Oh, just oh. missed outside. Oh. I think the Raiders thought that uh, pitch thought was a strike, it. and the crowd did too. Yeah, I thought, Ham thought he had it. I thought he had it. Full count, three and two, which means the runner will be off and moving with the pitch. Ham looks in for the sign, glances over at first. Now the 3-2 pitch, swinging a foul. He'll do it all over again. King returns to first base. What a beautiful Sunday afternoon, and uh, we were really uh, hoping to get this one in. We, yeah, we were thinking it was going to be a... A we, tough, a tough call. Yeah, we spent a lot of time Friday thinking we might end up having to play two yesterday because of the weather forecast for today. Another foul ball. That would hit the light pole down the uh, in front of the Raider clubhouse and carry them back onto the field. So it remains three and two. Ham comes set, runner goes, ground ball to third. Coker waits, fires to first. Perfect strike, and the inning is over. Tapia grounds out, third to first. That is all in the fifth. No runs, no hits, one left. We are halfway home in this game. It's Middle Tennessee 1, UTSA nothing on the Blu-ray Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. 
This isn't your regular cola. So this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Former Blue Raider catcher Grant Fox just uh, stopped in to uh, pay us a visit. John, always good to see him. Indeed, indeed. Jackson Galloway will lead off the fifth inning. He has homered and walked. He has now been on base seven straight times. The pitch to the plate. Missed inside, ball one. It's Galloway's solo home run in the first inning that's uh, standing up right now for a Blue Raider one to nothing lead. The pitch is swung on, hit to right field. Right fielder charging, makes a one-hand grab. And that will end Galloway's streak at seven straight times on base. Four out number one in the fifth inning. Batter is Mason Spears. Well, he had a good bid for a base hit there. Just uh, got it up in the air a little bit too much. Simon Miller working in his third inning of relief. He's giving up no runs on one hit. Struck out three. Spears doubled in the first, flight out in the third. He was the first batter Miller faced when he came in for the starter, Smith. Swinging a foul over by the San Antonio dugout, strike one. A couple of quick updates in Conference USA up in uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Louisiana Tech now on top, 8-2. to two. They're in the bottom of the fourth. Down in Boca Raton, it's Florida Atlantic. Four, FIU one. They're in the bottom of the fifth. Another foul right in front of the dugout. Same player got it. Charlotte at Marshall gets underway here in about, well, it'll be a couple more hours. Two strikes the count to Mason Spears. Southern Mississippi at UAB. WKU at Rice uh, will be getting underway shortly. Here's the pitch to the plate. Struck him out on a bad pitch. Spears went fishing for an outside fastball and strikes out. Fourth strikeout for Miller. And the batter is Brett Coker. He is struck out, hit into a fielder's choice, 0 for 2. Third baseman, number 13, Brett Coker. Coker in the cleanup spot today. Been swinging a bat pretty good lately. Takes an off-speed pitch in for a strike. 
breaking ball. Nothing in one. He has improved his average up to 257. Been down around 230 most of the season. Pitch is low in the dirt. One ball, one strike. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. Raiders leading one to nothing. Glad to have you along on our Blue Raider Network, wherever you might be. One ball, one strike. Ground ball to third. Tappy up with it. Fires high to first and <laughs> threw it away. And that will be an extra base for Coker, who will go down to second base. He got that ball in plenty of time. He, that's, you know, that's their first error of the weekend. They had, uh, they've been a very good defensive team in addition to all that offense they have, but. Boy, he just airmailed that thing. So that will be a two-base error on Tapia. Will send Coker to second with two outs and bring up Nagishi. He has fly to left and struck out. The shift is on. Shortstop playing on the first base side of the bag at second. Second baseman two steps back on the outfield grass and Tapia, the only infielder on the left side. And he's playing about two steps back behind the, the baseline. First pitch is high for ball one to Nagishi. Oh, this might be a good uh, situation. Oh, and as, as deep as the they're playing on the right side, just lay one down here and you got to run runners at first and third. Swing and a foul out of play, and it's apparently, one ball, one strike. Apparently, that's not on anybody's mind. Nagishi had his first Blue Raider home run yesterday in a losing cause. Chokes up on that bat. And the 1-1 pitch from Miller on the way. Swung on, hit to left field, but charging. Did he catch that ball? He That's did. another outstanding wow. play in the outfield. And this by Bailey, the left fielder, takes a hit away from Nagishi and a run away from the Raiders. So that is all in the fifth for the Raiders, no runs. No hits. There was one error and one man left. We have completed five full innings. Middle Tennessee one, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step, 
At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Dragging the infield as we go to the sixth inning. Raiders leading one to nothing. And our May Marathon continues. This in 1939 in a special exhibition game at Comiskey Park. White Sox defeat the Cubs four to one. Dizzy Dean, the losing pitcher. That was an exhibition to benefit Monty Stratton, the former White Sox pitcher who lost his leg in an offseason hunting accident. He came in the game and tried to pitch and the fans there gave him a new car and nearly $30,000 from the gate receipts of that special exhibition game. They ended up making a movie about Monty Stratton. Jimmy Stewart played the role. Was that June Allison, his wife, in that? Pitches a strike call to Leighton Berry. I think you may be right on that account. Jaden Hamm, five innings, no runs, two hits for the Raiders. There's a foul to the screen. The count is 0-2 to Barry. He has struck out twice. You know, you got to be of an age to know who Jimmy Stewart and June Allison were. Ham ready for the 0-2 pitch. Missed outside for a ball. One and two. We have some players down in the Blue Raider bullpen now. They're just watching the ball game. Just in case. There's a pitch inside. (laughs) Backed him away. Two balls and two strikes. Top half of inning number six. Raiders leading one to nothing. Swing and a miss. And he has struck out Barry for the third straight time. That is strikeout number eight in the game for Jaden Ham, And the batter is Sammy Diaz, the catcher. catcher 0 for 1 with a walk. Ham up at uh, up to 89 pitches now here in the uh, sixth inning. I suspect this is probably going to be his last. Diaz, a big right-handed batter. And the pitch to the plate is outside for ball one. 6'3", 220 pounds. He's a junior. There, the pitch is low in the dirt. Two balls, two strikes now. Uh, two balls, no strikes to Sammy Diaz. There's a strike call. Mm-hmm. Two and one. A lot of folks down there with some uh, Blue Raider T-shirt. It must be giving some T-shirts away. Somebody needs to bring us one, John. Well. The pitch. 
Strike two called. Somebody walked, got a bunch of them there. Two and two to Diaz. <clears throat> one out, we're in the sixth inning. Raiders on top, one to nothing. And the pitch to the plate is swung on, grounded to short. Big hop for Peralta. Throw to first in plenty of time, and that is out number two. Two up, two down in the sixth. The batter will be Flores, who has flied to right and single to right. As one of the two hits off Jaden Ham in this game and extended his hitting streak to 10 straight with that fourth inning single. This next pitch will be number 90. Ground foul, pass first, one strike to count. Jaden Ham ready with the one strike pitch. Here it comes. Flores takes it low for ball one. One and one. Raiders only run came in the bottom of the first inning, a solo home run for Jackson Galloway. Well, this game is a totally different complexion. Ground ball off the pitcher's glove. Jennings has it, throws to first and got him. Nice pick by Nagishi again. That play will go one for three as it caromed off Ham's glove to Gabe Jennings at second base. And it was that carom that probably made that play, Dick. That ball, uh, had it gotten past Ham, would have been into center field for a hit. Three up, three down, nothing across in the sixth. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning, Middle Tennessee one, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders leading one to nothing. I think everybody in the stadium has a T-shirt, John, except us. I've been trying to figure out <laughs> what, what, what the lettering is on that shirt. Here's one for you, John. I think you'll know this. All right. 1949, the second major league player born in Czechoslovakia. Philadelphia outfielder 
becomes the first American League player to hit two bases loaded triples in the same game. Would that be Elmer Vallo? Elmer Vallo. Uh, the A's beat the Senators 15 to nine at Shy Park. And later in the season, he hit another bases loaded triple. How about that? Wow. Elmer Vallo. For the Raiders, Snyder will lead off the sixth against Miller and hits it up the middle. Second baseman had him play just right. Throws to first and one pitch, one out in the sixth. Eston Snyder bounces out four to three. Simon Miller in his fourth inning of work, no runs, one hit, no walks, four strikeouts. So he has done the job coming out of the bullpen for the Roadrunners. Here's Gabe Jennings, who has walked and flied to left. Now they've got somebody throwing now in uh, their bullpen. I can't see who it is. Strike I, call to Jennings. I do see a catcher down there who is throwing a ball back to somebody. One strike to count. I guess this is probably going to be uh, Miller's last inning. Swing and a miss. And the count is 0-2 to Gabe Jennings. Nobody throwing in the Raiders bullpen, which leads me to believe Jaden Ham is going to come out for the seventh. Wow. Miller looking in. And the two strike pitch outside for a ball one and two. Miller primarily has been a one or two inning guy. He's had uh, two appearances uh, one of three innings that was back in all the way back in February he went through innings against Seattle and then last weekend against FIU he went four and two thirds. Way outside in the dirt all the way to the backstop the count goes to two and two on Gabe Jennings. Dillingham will be the next hitter. Looking at his pitch count is high. But the season was 61 in that three inning outing. Last week he threw 59 pitches. And he's Here's up uh, in the mid 40s now. Strike three called. As Jennings took a breaking ball, off speed pitch. That's the fifth strikeout for Miller. Yeah. Two up, two down in the sixth. Here's Brian Dillingham. He has struck out and singled. That's the only hit off. Miller to this point. He is single in the yeah, this fourth is, inning. This is Miller's fourth inning of work. So I'd say he's getting close to the end. Ball hit sharply to short. King has got it over to first in time. It's a quick one, two, three, six inning for the Raiders. Three up and three down, nothing across. We have completed six full innings. Here are your totals, Middle Tennessee, one run, two hits, no errors, UTSA, no runs. They have two hits and one error. We go to the seventh inning, Raiders one, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Well, goes down to second, and we're set to play here in the top of the seventh inning. Jaden Ham back out. We have Siebert throwing in the bullpen. Jaden's getting a little close to that uh, 100 degree mark, isn't he, John? 100 uh, pitch count. Yeah, he sure is, Dick. Uh, I'll get you the exact count on that. Ian Bailey will lead it off. Bailey has struck out twice in the game. Yeah, he's up at 97 pitches. So uh, I'd say he's going to be on a short leash here in the uh, seventh inning. First pitch to him, high and away for ball one. You start missing high, that means the legs are tiring out. One ball, no strike. Swing and a miss. Threw that one past him. And it is one and one to Bailey. Struck out in the second inning. Was called out on strikes in the fourth. Eight strikeouts for Jaden Ham in this game. Off-speed pitch, and he fouls it away to the right side. One and two. Let's see if he's still got put away stuff here in the seventh inning. Right-hander with a one-two count on Bailey. The pitch, strike three called. Caught him looking for the second time in this game, and that is out number one and strikeout number nine. And that was the changeup. He was, that was not the heater. So one out in the seventh. The batter is Chase King, the right fielder. He has struck out and bounced out to the first baseman, Nagishi. Cam has had a very good off-speed pitch changeup. Working the whole game. Fouled out of play back over our heads. One strike. I actually died and fell in front of us. Off here to our left. So somebody's got a souvenir. Yeah. I don't think they were expecting it. One strike to count to the left-hand hitting King. Miss low and outside. Oh. There are two Kings in the starting lineup. 
Chase King spells his last name K-E-N-G. Matt King spells his K-I-N-G. The pitch. Swing and a miss. And that is strike number two. One and two to King. So you've got King with an E and King with an I. King asked for time, steps out of the box. And uh, you'd like a, a King with a, another K here. How's that? That's good, John. <laughs> I like that. I had to think on that one a minute. The pitch. Popped up back this way and uh, again over our heads. Yep. That's, that's out in the parking lot, I think. Yep. I hope it doesn't hit my car. It's not going to hit mine as far away as I <laughs> had to park this morning. We've got dance competition going on over at the Tucker Theater behind us. Yeah, and that parking lot was almost full. Right. We get that about once a year, don't we? Yep. The one two pitch, blowing inside, ball two. Two and two. See what they throw him here. See where Mason Spears sets up. And the pitch missed inside ball three. The count goes full. Started this game with a cloud cover. We, I think we're going to end it in bright sunshine. Well, it's clearing out in a hurry. Three balls, two strikes, the count to King. One out in the seventh. Raiders leading one to nothing. And again, time asked for and granted. What we've got left in clouds are all moving off to the north. And it looks clear back behind us. Second baseman Jennings playing on the outfield grass and hit to right field. Diving catch. Yes, Snyder. Oh, wow. Boy, we've had those plays on both sides today and just outstanding defense. Eston Snyder takes a hit away from King with a diving catch in right field. I love this kind of ball game. Good defense, good pitching. Two up, two down in the seventh. Better is Josh Killeen. He has struck out and walked. Been a pretty well played ball game. Colleen was the catcher yesterday. He's in the DH spot today and had a grand slam home run yesterday. Fouls the first pitch out of play, strike one. Just wish the Raiders had not. We've left seven on through six innings. We've had some opportunities. One strike to count to the right-handed hitting Colleen. Strike two, laid it right in there at the letters. Took a little bit off, and it's 0-2. That was pitch number 110. And the pitch to the plate, swung on, hit in the gap to right center. That's gonna get down for a hit, off the wall. Snyder has a little trouble picking it up, but that'll be a stand-up double for Killeen and only the third hit off Jaden Ham. 
Center fielder number two, Isaiah Walker. He had retired eight in a row before that hit by Colleen. Now the tying run is at second with two outs. Batter is Isaiah Walker, who has flied to right and been called out on strikes. Dick, the wind has turned around. It is blowing out now. Ham checks the runner at second and hit him. Inside pitch, Walker hit by a pitch and now first and second. Siebert looks like he's ready down there in the Raider bullpen. The batter will be Matt King, the shortstop. Slide to center and hit into a fielder's choice. Still looking for his first hit of the series, isn't he? First and second. Yes. Two outs. And the pitch to the plate. Low in the dirt, blocked by Spears, ball one. Time called. Pitching coach Jerry Myers on his way. That might be all for Ham. He's got a one ball count on King. And after retiring the first two batters here in the seventh inning, gave up a double to Colleen and then hit Walker with a pitch. Well, you know they'd like to get Ham through this inning. Let Siebert come on with a, a, a clean situation. Coach Myers is kind of getting the feel for how his pitcher's doing. I think they're going to leave him in. Yep, he's going to try to get through this inning. Coach uh, Myers has <laughs> a couple of words for the home plate yeah. umpire on his way back to the dugout. I don't know what they are discussing. You know, but, I uh, think that visit was as much to talk with uh, with uh, Rusty Griffin, the home plate umpire, as it was to. So I don't talk think they him. were they weren't stalling for time there because I think Siebert's probably uh, warmed up and ready to come in if we need him. First and second, two outs, seventh inning. This could be a big play in the game if he can retire King and get out of this inning. Jaden Ham with a pitch, strike on the inside corner. So Coach Myers probably said, hey, he's gonna throw inside and it's gonna be a strike. <laughs> so call it. <laughs> you think? One and one. Check of the runners and the pitch. Oh, just missed oh. outside. Two balls and a strike. Killeen, who doubled, is at second base. Walker hit by a pitch is at first base. Two outs. Fouled out of play to the right. Two and two. Staccato clapping in the stands. Fans won't strike three. 
Two balls, two strikes to count to King, who asked for time and stepped out of the box. Check of the runner in the pitch. Foul to the screen. Count holes at two and two. Fans have pretty well been into this game since the beginning. The Raiders took an early lead on a Galloway home run in the first inning, and it has stood up since. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch to the plate in the dirt got away from Spears. The runners don't break. Oh, wow. That's big. Three balls, two strikes. Well, they'll be moving now. With two outs and a 3-2 count, both players will be in motion on the pitch. I have a feeling this is Ham's last batter no matter what. Right-hander looks in for the sign. Ready to pitch. And here it is, and a ground ball to short. Peralta goes the long way to first. In time, and the inning is over. So Ham gets out of the inning. And it's a nice greeting from his teammates as he heads to the dugout. In the seventh, no runs, one hit, two left. We'll go to the bottom of the seventh. Seventh inning stretch time at the ballpark. It is Middle Tennessee 1, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Go to the bottom of the seventh inning. I think we need a station identification here. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID on the Blue Raider Network. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you on a lovely Sunday afternoon. Raiders leading one nothing. Go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Is the same pitcher still out there, John? Uh, he is. 
That would be Simon Miller, who has pitched four scoreless innings, allowing only one hit. And Luke Benson will try to change that as he leads off in the seventh inning. Miller's longest outing of the season was four and two-thirds innings last weekend. So I suspect they will try to get one more out of him. Benson has fly to left and been hit by a pitch. Left-handed batter leading off, top of the batting order coming up next. And Miller with the pitch, swung on, ground ball to first. That'll be played by Flores. And that is out number one, one pitch, one out. One step for that uh, unassisted play at first base. KB Peralta will bat. He has struck out twice, been called out on strikes twice, and has walked. Peralta, as we mentioned earlier, playing in place of Fausto Lopez, who had to sit out a game because of his ejection in the first inning yesterday. Pitches outside to Peralta, ball one. They've got action now. Starting in their bullpen. Left-hander out there throwing. Ball two is outside. Two balls, no strikes to Peralta. He is one out of seven in the series. Switch hitter batting from the left side. Take strike one. Off-speed pitch from Miller. Miller's uh, given up no runs on one hit. And this is his fifth inning of work. Came in early in the game in the uh, nobody bottom out. of the third. Yeah, nobody out in the bottom of the third. Off-speed pitch in for strike, two and two. A couple of runners uh, both reached on walks from the starter, Drake Smith. They went to the bullpen early, as you said. Here's the 2-2 pitch outside, ball three. Full count to Peralta. Now he may, uh, his legs might be getting to him now. One out, we're in the bottom of the seventh inning. Ball four is outside. Well, that's a start. Runner at first, one out. That's the first walk. Allowed by Miller since coming in in the second inning. Here's Galloway. Provided the Raiders with their only run of the game, a solo home run in his first at bat in the first inning. He is in the DH role today. Moved up to the number two spot in the order. After the home run, he has walked and flied to right. Peralta at first. Picked up a stolen base in the third inning. They're going to get a mound visit here. So before they pitch to Galloway. I think uh, they saw what we were seeing with that four pitches. I think they had a mound visit before one of Galloway's previous at-bats. Galloway having a chat with the home base umpire while the mound visit continues. And they've got a right-hander now throwing in their bullpen as well. Lefty and a righty. Match pair. 
I think they've made the have they made the call to the bullpen? They have not. Well, we can see the bullpen now, John. Yes, we can. They took down whatever that gray mountain was. Now we're going to get a call to bullpen. Well, it's a long discussion going on out on the mound. He's going to stay in. They're going to leave him in. Wait, the, was, the big inflatable they had down there blocking our vision has been deflated. It now. has. So here's Galloway stepping back in after a long mound visit. See if Simon Miller, Miller has his instructions. See if Miller gets his legs back. The way he was missing is definitely an yeah, indicator the pitch that he's to getting the tired. Is high for ball one. That was pretty much where he was missing to uh, Peralta. One ball, no strikes with Peralta at first and one out. Infield shifted to the left for Galloway. The pitch. Strike called, one and one. Galloway's not seeing many fastballs. No, certainly not many fastballs he can do anything with left fielder right fielder both deep center fielder couple of steps deep throw to first runner back the Raiders with a one to nothing lead in the bottom of the seventh inning Miller looks in for the sign. Comes set. And the pitch inside. Brushed him back a little bit. The count is two balls and yeah. a strike. Came back with another fastball. <laughs> two and one to Galloway. Peralta edges off first. And a Draws a quick throw over there, and he's back in plenty of time. Little cat and mouse game going on. Galloway backs out of the box. Two balls and a strike. Miller with a pitch. High inside, ball three. Yeah, that's... Uh... They're just not giving Galloway anything to uh, to swing at. No, and uh, Miller is he's missing high and uh, and for the right-handed hitter in three and one now. Good hitters count. Swing the ground ball in the hole. Shortstop picks it up. Has no play. That is a base hit. Third baseman Tapia dove for the ball. It just evaded him, and the shortstop King picked it up and saw he had no play. That is an infield hit for Galloway, his second hit today. And runners are at first and second. And hey, we're going to see a new pitcher now. That is only the second hit off Simon Miller. We will have a pitching change, so we will take a break and be back tell you who the new pitcher is after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Back to Reese Smith Field. We've got a pitch and change for the Roadrunners here in the seventh inning. They're going to a right-hander, Ryan Beard. He's making his 16th appearance, 12th in relief. He's thrown 30 innings even, giving up 19 runs all earned on 21 hits. 25 walks, 29 strikeouts. He's got a 5.70 ERA, a two and one record. And uh, he's been known to give up extra base hits. Of those uh, 21 hits, uh, well, let's see, was that eight of them have been uh, for extra bases, five doubles, triple, and a couple home runs. So the uh, Raiders in a good situation here, Dick. Got runners at uh, first and second, just one out. And we've got a brand new pitcher. This is Ryan Beard. Already given his numbers. What was his number B? Be number six. Number six. Yeah. Ryan Beard. Yep. Freshman right-hander, 5'11", 165, a native of San Antonio. out of Reagan High School. So he will pitch to Mason Spears with runners at first and second and one out here in the seventh inning. Five eleven, one sixty-five. so he's not a big guy. Some preliminary but, numbers on uh, Simon Miller. He goes four and a third, gives up two hits, a walk, five strikeouts. Those two runners on base now belong to him. At this point, he's yet to give up a run. I'd like to tag him with about two here, wouldn't you, Dick? Yes, here's Mason Spears to see what he can do about that. Uh, they uh, back the. Left fielder, I think uh, Bailey's playing even deeper than he has been playing. Spears has a double in three trips today. That came in the first inning. Runners lead at first and second. And the pitch to the plate, swung on, driven oh. foul down the left side. Just got out in front of it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that would have uh, keeps that fair. That goes to the corner and we score two. One strike, the count to Spears with Coker on deck. 
Raiders trying to add on to a one to nothing lead here in the yeah. bottom of the seventh inning. We've got to have more. You got to make them pay for those that walk. Here's the one strike pitch and it's low and outside. One ball, one strike to Spears. Spears and Galloway now tied for the club lead in home runs with seven each on the season. One and one the count. Peralta at second, Galloway at first. Outside ball two. Beard's last outing was uh, Tuesday against Texas State. Went two innings, no runs on three hits. No walks and a couple of strikeouts. Two balls and a strike to count to the Raider catcher Mason Spears. Beard comes set in the pitch, swing and a miss. Threw a fastball past him and it's two balls, two strikes. Spears steps out of the box. Refocusing. Talking to his bat. Two and two. What was it, the guy in Major League that talked to his bats? You remember that movie? Probably not. Here's a 2-2 coming up from Beard. Long look back at second. And now Spears asks for time, (laughs) steps out of the box. It's uh, playing a little game there. Peralta who walked the runner at second. Galloway who singled on at first. Game within the game. Pitch to the plate. Fly ball, left field, not quite deep enough. Bailey over into left center, makes the catch. Four out number two. Didn't quite get that one squared up. Two outs for Brett Coker. Coker 0-4-3 has been on base twice, but without a base hit. Struck out in the first inning. Hit into a fielder's choice and then safe on an error in the fifth. Let's see if Coker can deliver a two-out hit. The right-hander comes set, and the pitch, swing and a ground ball, foul, past third. One strike to count. Again, they pull that second baseman over close, very close to the bag at second, so some hitting room on the right side of the infield. One strike to count to Coker. Check of the runners and the pitch. High ball one. One ball, one strike. Nagishi waiting to hit next. 
Galloway's solo home run in the first inning has stood up so far. Raiders trying to add to it. Roadrunners only been shut out once this season. That was uh, on a Friday night at Old Men against Ground ball to short. That'll end the inning. On a force play at second, did he? He, he dropped uh, the ball immediately and then immediately picked it up. The umpire called him out uh, on the uh, on the play, and I think that's probably correct. So that is all in the seventh. Raiders come up with no runs on one hit and two left. We've completed seven full innings. Middle Tennessee won, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the eighth inning. The Raiders do make a pitching change as left-hander Trent Siebert will replace Jaden Ham on the mound. Siebert's last appearance last Sunday, also in relief of Ham in that 12-inning win over Louisiana Tech. He went four and a third gave up no runs on no hits, two walks, seven strikeouts, just an outstanding performance in relief and picked up the win in that game. Well, that was one of his three wins. This is his 16th appearance, all but two of them in relief. He's thrown 43 and two thirds innings, giving up 17 runs, 15 earned, 36 hits, 12 walks, 49 strikeouts. Got a 3.09 ERA, a three and two record, and one save. So Siebert, a senior, 6'2", 190, native of North Carolina, and transfer from Charleston Southern. Will face the top of the batting order here in the eighth inning. This is Tapia. First pitch to him is in at the knees for a call strike. Nothing in one. Tapia, one for three in the series, one for ten in the in the one for three in the game, one for ten in the series. And the pitch to the plate swung on and fouled, and the count is 0-2. Center fielder Benson swung way over into left center for this right-handed hitter. So there's a big gap in right center field. Two strikes the count to Jonathan Tapia. He's a senior, 
Roadrunners third baseman. Now Tapia asked for time, steps out of the box. Left-hander ready now, the 0-2 pitch. Swung on, hit in the gap to left center field. That's going to get down at the 365 mark. The throw will be to second base, and no play there. Throw was a little bit off the mark. Might have been a close play had it been a good throw. That will be a double for Tapia, leading off the eighth inning. His second hit of the game, second double of the game. Both hit in the same spot. Fourth hit for the Roadrunners today. The batter is Leighton Barry, the second baseman, who has struck out all three times he's been up today, and he's probably happier than anybody to see the pitching change. Even though he's facing a left-hander, Ham struck him out three times. Tying run at second, nobody out. Siebert ready to work. And the pitch outside as Barry squared around as if to bunt. Took it for ball one. Raiders have four hits in the game. Roadrunners have four hits in the game. There's the bunt. Siebert's going to field it, make the underhand toss to first in time, and the tying run now advances to third. Sacrifice bunt by Barry. That's out number one. The batter is Diaz. Now the Raiders will bring the infield in with one out. The outfielders are going to come in a few steps. In case he hits a fly ball, they want a chance to throw the tying run out at the plate. Infield in. Diaz, a right-handed batter. Fly ball, left field, deep. Benson's going to get a bead on it. He's got it. The runner tags, the throw will not be in time. It was too deep. And the game is tied at one. So that will be a sacrifice fly and a run batted in for Diaz. And we've got ourselves a tie ball game. Got some other scores from uh, Conference USA. They're in the uh, top of the sixth now in Norfolk, and it's uh, still Louisiana Tech on top of Old Dominion, 8-2. Down in the Boca Raton, they're in the top of the seventh, FAU 10, FIU 3. Uh, they're in the top of the second down in Birmingham, and UAB takes an uh, early one nothing lead against Southern Mississippi. And then uh, they're in the top of the second in Houston, and it's Western Kentucky and Rice one apiece. They're going to look at the bat, John. 
They're supposed to check these bats before every game, or at least before the series. The first base umpire came in and grabbed the bat, gave it back to the third base coach. Coach Tolman might be thinking, uh, thinking that he used an illegal bat. Yeah. I don't know. But they did take a look at it. Numbers saying, Coach, what else can I do? I looked at it. So it looks legal to me. So two outs. Base is empty now, and the game tied at one run apiece. Uh, Here is Flores. Has one out of three today. All the Raiders can do is look back at those nine men they've left on base and think of all the opportunities they've uh, they've missed. Pitch to Flores in at the knees, strike one. You know what that Marshall-Charlotte game finished yesterday, that one that started three hours late? 25 to something yesterday, was 25 it? 25 to four. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Pitch outside. One ball, one strike. Can you imagine having to work that one? Just glad I wasn't there. Oh, gosh. We had enough problems here. One and one. The pitch. Checked his swing. Took it for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Well, Jaden Ham. Threw himself a masterpiece today. Seven innings, no runs, three hits. He only walked two and struck out nine. Swing and a miss on a high fastball, and the count goes to two and two on Flores. Siebert gave up a leadoff double to Tapia, and after a sacrifice bunt, Diaz brought him home with a sack fly. So we are one to one in the top of the eighth inning. 2-2 pitch on the way, missed outside, ball three. Full count now to Flores, lefty against lefty. Flores takes a deep breath, steps back into the box. Raider fans getting into it. And struck him out. That's the inning. Lunged on a bad pitch. Tried to hold up. Couldn't do it. That's all in the eighth. One run, one hit. And nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. It is Middle Tennessee 1, UTSA 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If 
you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning and a 1-1 tie. Here's another one of our May Day happenings mm-hmm. in 1951. Yankees beat the White Sox 8-3 at Comiskey Park. And that marked the first Mickey Mantle Major League home run. Wow. Out of 536 that he hit, came off Randy Gumpert of the White Sox on Mother's Day in 1951. It was auctioned off in 2004 for (laughs) $165,000, signed by Mantle, including the detail on the ball, my first HR in the majors, May 1st, 1951, 4.50 p.m., sixth inning off Randy Gumpert. Yeah, and that uh, 1951, Mantle, of course, was the Yankees center fielder for for years and years and years. He was not the center fielder in 1951. He had to play right field because they had another center fielder. Name of DiMaggio. Name of DiMaggio. Here is Nagishi to lead off the Raider eighth inning. I think Joe always said that uh, Mantle was uh, ample reason for him to hang it up. First pitch ball one, and this one grounded foul that past third. Hit it off his foot, I think. One ball, one strike. Nagishi, Snyder, and Jennings in the bottom of the eighth inning. Raiders and the Roadrunners locked up at one to one. Nagishi is 0 for 3 today and has flied twice to left field. Pitch low and outside, ball two, two and one. The last time, it took a diving catch by Bailey to retire Uh, Nagishi. They have been making diving catches on us all weekend. We must have soft grass here. (laughs) There's a... Pitch and it misses for ball three, three and one. Either that or uh, these guys don't mind giving up their bodies for the for the team. Raiders need a base runner. The bottom of the eighth inning, we have uh, stranded too many. Would you say nine? Yeah. Line drive, but right at the shortstop who was playing behind the bag at second. And one hop. They throw Nagishi out at first for the first out. Boy, they couldn't have played him any better, could they? By all rights, that should have been a base hit. Yeah. But give him credit. They had him play just right. Here's Snyder, 0 for 3. He's been robbed of a hit. That was by the right fielder in the second inning. And just brought the right fielder in about three steps. Pitch Uh-oh. over his head, ball one. Pitcher is Ryan Beard. He's the third pitcher for the Roadrunners today. Mm-hmm. 
There's a little tap foul. The count goes one and one. Beard came in in the seventh, got out of a jam, came in with uh, one out and runners at first and second and got the side down. One and one, the count to Eston Snyder. A swing and a miss on a high fastball, one and two. Other than the home run in the first inning, we've only managed to get one runner to third base all day. And that was in the third inning. A ball and two strikes. And Snyder pokes this pitch foul and over the grandstand. That was ball two, but he wasn't taking any chances. No. Fouled it away, and it's one and two. Yeah, he was just trying to stay alive with that uh, swing. Right-hander Beard with the pitch and slammed to third oh. off Tapia, rolls into foul ground, and Snyder will be at first base with one out. That'll be an infield hit. I hope so. That That's was, all hit by like a bullet down the third. It was absolutely scorched. That'll be the Raiders' fifth hit in the game. And the batter is Gabe Jennings, who is 0 for 2 with a walk. Jennings stands in. Dillingham waiting to hit next. Bottom of the eighth inning, 1 to 1. Beard with his right foot on the far right edge, the first base side of the pitching rubber, and now we got a we'll have a visit. mound visit. Nobody warming up no. in their bullpen. They had a left-hander throwing earlier, but uh, he's not been up at all since Beard came in. A lot of strategies going back and forth in this game, oh, isn't yeah. there? And uh, you look at the, the shift that they've put on for, uh, for Jennings. The entire right side of the infield is open. Uh, they're playing the second baseman almost directly behind the bag. And the first baseman, Flores, is, is holding the runner at first. The shifts have proven, proven to be effective for them today. Yeah. But, you know, you do it long enough, the law of averages is going to catch up yep. with you. And... Somebody will find a space open yep. in yep. that shift. Yep. Now we find out uh, this is when situational hitting really comes into play. Runner at first, one out. Here in the eighth inning, Gabe Jennings stands in. Snyder, who got the infield hit, the runner at first, edges off. Beard comes set. Snyder grows. The throw to second base he is too high, and he's safe. <laughs> Snyder steals second. Now the Raiders have a runner in scoring position. The pitch to the plate was strike one to Jennings. Eston Snyder 
His fifth stolen base of the season. On at second base with one out. Yeah, second baseman still playing uh, pretty much up the middle. Maybe two steps. Yeah, he'll play that way to try and hold the runner tight, yeah, I think. And the first, but the first baseman way off the line now. There's not as much hitting space. Beard comes set. And delivers. Swung on, hit high and deep to left field. That ball is way back on the warning track and caught by Bailey. Oh, my. He couldn't have hit it much farther and stayed in the park. I think he caught it right off the top of the wall in oh, front I, of the wall of champions. I think it's, uh, I thought it was going to hit the wall of champions. Died just at the last second. It's out number two. Bailey and here's. Ryan Dillingham. Definitely had his back against the wall. Dillingham has a single in three trips. Time called. Diaz gonna go out to the mound. Diaz uh, discussing the situation with his pitcher. Probably says, hey, uh, you got that one a little bit <laughs> too close to yeah. the strike zone. Don't give him something like that to you hit. You know, they might be changing signals, too, with the runner on second base. Boy, Jennings came that close to getting his second home run of the year and putting the Raiders in the lead. And this is not a time waster either. Still nobody in the bullpen throwing. Plate umpire has to make another trip out there to come on, man. Uh, come on, gents. You guys got a plane to catch. That's right. They've got a flight. Do we ever figure out what the curfew is? I'll ask after we uh, after this inning. We'll find out. Some, it's sometime after two o'clock, I think. So Dillingham stands in from the right side. And Beard looks in for the sign. He should already know what he wants to throw. They talked about it long enough. And the pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. Pitched him down and away. Snyder leads from second base. Swing and a miss, strike two. Let's see if he tries to waste one here or tries to put him away with this 0-2 pitch. Snyder edges off second base and the pitch. Wasted one and it's outside, yeah. one and two. Went outside. A ball and two strikes. Ryan Beard, the third pitcher used by the Roadrunners today. Time call.
Now Dillingham back in there. One and two the count. Beard comes set. Checks the runner at second. Ball two is high. Two and two. Luke Benson hoping to get a chance to hit. He's in the on-deck circle. Two balls, two strikes to Dillingham. And now the pitcher steps off the rubber. Now looks in for the side. Two balls and two strikes. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Hit into right center field. That ball has a chance, and it is down. Raiders take the lead. Dillingham pumped a single into right field. The center fielder and the right fielder both were heading for it, and the ball got down just in wow. time. I, I saw that ball coming down, and those two outfielders converging, and both of them quite capable of making great plays. I'm saying they're going to get it, they're going to get it, and they didn't. Wow. Brian Dillingham drives in the tie-breaking run with his second hit of the game. That's number two, run number one off Beard, and the Raiders lead it two to one. And here's Luke Benson with a runner at first and two outs. Looking to the the ninth inning for the Roadrunners, they'll have, let's see, what is it? Uh, six, seven, and eight. No, Dillingham five, six, leads seven. it first, draws a throw. Benson today has been hit by a pitch, has slid to left and grounded to first. And their five, six, and seven have combined today to go one for, I want to see three, six, seven, eight. One Another for throw eight. over there, and he's back again. One for eight with a walk and five strikeouts. So. That was, all, that was all against Ham. Yeah. Trent Siebert will have his work cut out for him. Long look by Beard and the pitch fouled off to the left side out of play. One strike. Well, the Raiders set that up with a base hit by Snyder and an infield hit and a stolen base. That stolen base was huge. That got Snyder in scoring position and Dillingham drove him in with a base hit to right field. And if, if there hadn't been two outs in the inning, I suspect he'd still be at third base. I don't know whether they would have tried scoring him with Benson showed bunt, took the pitch high for ball one. One and one. With less than two outs, they probably hold the runner. Beard looking in. Runner leads at first. That's Dillingham. And the one-one pitch. Again, he showed bunt, took it high and outside, ball two. Two and one. Tapia way in on the grass. 
This is not a sacrifice situation. There are two outs in the inning. Two balls and a strike to Luke Benson. He bunts, and it's going to be caught by the umpire <laughs> who throws it right back to the pitcher. Yeah. That ball took one big hop right into the umpire's right hand. Played up by Rusty Griffin, made a nice play. Two and two the count. So Tapia, the third baseman, will back up. He played well off the base. Yeah, they're definitely giving uh, Vincent that line. Two balls and two strikes. Dillingham leads it first. Draws a throw and gets back in plenty of time. Now the right-hander comes set. Count of 2-2 to Luke Vincent. Swing a ball head into left center field. Walker slides over a few feet, makes the catch for out number three. And that will be all in the eighth, but the Raiders take the lead. One run on two hits, one man left. We have played eight. It is Middle Tennessee 2, UTSA 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the ninth inning. The Raiders leading 2-1 to one as Trent Siebert will be starting his second inning of work. He'll see Bailey, King, and Colleen, five, six, seven hitters for the Roadrunners here in the ninth inning. Throw goes down to second. Raiders three outs away from a victory. And up in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, big game for the Blue Raiders. Louisiana Tech on top of ODU, eight to three now. They're in the bottom of the eighth inning. We came into today's action tied with Old Dominion, so. Yes, and they have the tiebreaker, so we need a, we need a, we need win. a win today and an ODU <laughs> loss, you're right. Here's Bailey. Bailey has struck out three times, all against Jaden Ham and Trent Siebert, the left-hander now, facing the right-hand hitter. First pitch, just mm. missed low, ball one. 
Yeah. Ham struck out Bailey three times. He struck out Barry three times. They're in the bottom of the eighth down in Boca Raton and Florida Atlantic on top of FIU 10-5 in that ball game. Down in Birmingham, top of the fourth, and it's Southern Mississippi and UAB tied at one and tied at one down in Houston, Western Kentucky and Rice. They're in the top of the fourth. Ball two to Bailey was low. It's two balls and no strikes now. Charlotte and Marshall don't start for another 23 minutes. Here's the 2-0 pitch and hit to center field. Benson, who was playing deep, has to come in quickly, and he will take it in left center for out number one. One down in the ninth. Here's Chase King, left-hand hitting right fielder, 0 for 3. He has struck out, bounced out, and been robbed of a hit by Snyder. 0 for 3. Raiders two outs away. Siebert with the pitch. Strike at the letters, nothing in one. Benson playing very deep in center field, as is Snyder in right. The pitch to the plate misses outside. One ball, one strike. Jennings playing back on the grass. That's second base. As the 1-1 pitch is swung on and missed, one and two. Oh, I had him badly fooled on that. Yeah, he's out in front of that one. One ball, two strikes. One out, we're in the top of the ninth. Raiders with a two-to-one lead. And the pitch to the plate is over but low, ball two. Two and two. Colleen would bat next. Gabe Jennings, wow, he just moved back another two steps. He has got to be at least 10 feet into the outfield grass. The 2-2 pitch hit to left field. Dillingham does not have to move. Standing in his tracks, makes the catch for out number two. Well, let's see if we can get this 27th out, John. Boy. Here's Colleen. I'm scared to even talk about it, Dick. Colleen doubled in the seventh inning. He's one for two with a walk. He is the only one of these uh, three hitters we've faced this inning who has even had a hit today. Colleen authored a grand slam home run in last in yesterday's game. Takes a strike, nothing in one. Well, if he gets one up in the air, it's not going to be wind aided today. That's that flag is uh, blowing out just a little bit, but. Outfielder's playing very deep to him. And pitch in the yeah. dirt, ball one. Wind is not really going to be a factor. One ball, point. one strike. Siebert gets a new baseball. Plate umpire throws that one out. One and one. Two down in the ninth. Coker guarding the line at third. Here's the pitch to the plate. Off-speed oh. strike. Not one and two. All right. Crowd on its feet. 
One ball, two strikes to count. Well, you can tell who the San Antonio fans are. They're the only ones sitting right now. Seabird looking in, the one-two pitch on the way. Struck him out swinging, and the ball game is over. Seabird sets him down in order in the ninth, and the Raiders win it by a score of two to one. Fans were really into this one, weren't they? Oh, well, we gave them a great ball game to watch, and uh, it had a fun ending. Uh, this is a fun day of baseball. Weather was great. The baseball was good. You can't ask for anything better. Three up, and three down in the ninth inning. Nothing across. And the Raiders win it by a score of two to one. Middle Tennessee now 22 and 19 on the season. 12 and nine in Conference USA. They matched their number of conference wins from a year ago with this win today. UTSA is now 30 and 14 on the season, 14 and seven in conference play. Two to one Raiders win it. Stay with us, our post-game show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and welcome into our post-game show. It'd be a little bit happier post-game show <laughs> than our previous two, won't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coach Toman will not be telling us that you, they just need to flush this one. <laughs> no, this is one that you enjoy. So the Raiders win it by a score of 2-1. to one. This is an easy game to recap. Raiders took the lead in the first inning on a solo home run by Jackson Galloway in the, uh, as the second batter of the game. Put us up one to nothing, and it stayed that way until the top of the eighth inning uh, with Trent Siebert coming on out of the bullpen, allowed a leadoff double to Tapia. They bunted him to third and brought him home on a sacrifice fly to make the score one to one. And then in the bottom of the eighth inning with one out, Eston Snyder uh, picked up an infield hit, and with Jennings uh, batting, he stole second base. Jennings flied out deep to left, almost hit it out of the ballpark. Then Dillingham singled to right center, and Snyder scored, and the Raiders took a two-to-one lead, and Siebert finished them off one-two-three in the ninth inning. Well, you can't ask for uh, much more fun than this. I love a two-to-one ball game. Uh, good defense. The only error was committed by Texas San Antonio. Uh, uh, so the Raiders play good defense. We saw a lot of good defense uh, uh, today, uh, particularly in the outfield. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of what looked like sure hits, all of a sudden became diving catches. So uh, a fun ball game to watch, Dick. Yes, it was, and it uh, was the Raiders' 12th conference win. As I mentioned before, we uh, took the break. It matches their total of 12 wins a year ago and we've still got nine to go and still got uh, three series yet to play correct FIU uh, coming up this weekend and then Rice and the final home series will be against Southern Mississippi so it's a good day for the Raiders good day for our fans players and coaches and we're going to go down to the field in just a minute Carson Herbert is down there with Coach Jim Tolman. I think he's ready to go. Carson? All right, Coach. Well, in this one, good pitching, good defense, and you got hits when you needed it. Uh, tell us about how you feel after this win. Well, we've done this all year. When we get in a get behind or we get in a hole, the guys fight back. So I expected us to win today. I didn't think it was going to be 2-1. to one. I thought it would be about 10-8. to eight. But when you get pitching and defense and a little timely hitting, uh, you know, you win baseball games, but no errors. And uh, I think we struck out 11. Ham and Siebert were really good at games, just like they were last weekend down at uh, Law Tech. So 
We went with the pitching and defense lineup, uh, thinking we can maybe catch some balls out there for him and Siebert and the guy. Guys did a nice job. Yeah, talk a little bit, a little bit more about him and Siebert. Uh, second straight outing, second straight Sunday for them, which they came out and really threw the ball well. Yeah, well, Coach Myers done a great job with them guys, and uh, they're solid. And the only question was whether to start Siebert and then go Ham. And I asked uh, Siebert what what order he wants to go, and he said, "Well, La Tech, it worked out Ham and Siebert, Ham and him." And so we just said, "Okay, well, why not?" Yeah, why would we change it? So worked out. Uh, got really seven strong innings from Ham, but I had a, I didn't want to take him out, but he was at 119. That's more than enough. But uh, the way he was pitching, I hated to take him out, but you know, for for his health, I had to do it. But uh, we let him tie it up there in the eighth. But uh, Eston and Dilly, two of our smallest guys, had back-to-back -back hits and got the dub. Last question for you. For those who didn't know, Coach Toman has now 400 wins between here, his time at Militancy and at Liberty. Uh, what does that milestone mean to you as a head coach? Well, any wins are special, but you know, when you have good, good assistants and you gotta get good players to win games, the coaches just try not to mess them up. So basically let them go play if they're pretty good, so. I didn't realize it was 400, but we'll take it. And it took us a while to get it because this weekend was tough. That was a really good team we just beat right there. All right, congratulations, Coach, and we'll see you next week. All right, buddy, appreciate it. Coach Jim Tolman with uh, Carson Herbert down on the field as uh, he had a very simple explanation of how you win <laughs> games. You get good players. <laughs> yeah, get good players and don't mess them up, right? Yep. Raiders win it by a score of 2-1. to one. And uh, now we'll hit the road to Florida International this weekend. That will be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And the game times will be 6 o'clock Friday, 5 o'clock Saturday, and 11 a.m. We'll have another morning start uh, at my, Miami next Sunday. We hope you'll join us for... Uh, coverage on the Blue Raider Network, and that's uh, wrap up some numbers on these, John. Uh, let's uh, do that. Uh, only uh, a hitter for San Antonio with uh, multiple hits was the leadoff hitter, Jonathan Tapia, who had been held hitless through the first two games. He goes two for four. Uh, the RBI uh, for them comes from Sammy Diaz. That was that uh, hit in the uh, eighth inning that tied the ball game. Over on the Raiders' side, Jackson Galloway continued to have a great, great weekend. Goes two for three uh, and has a big RBI on the home run in the first. He raised his average on the season to 362 with this weekend, Dick. Uh, Eston Snyder, one for four. That was that hit in the uh, ninth inning that got him in position. Then Brian Dillingham, his uh, second hit of the ball game. That's that single to right center field that drove in Snyder, what turned out in, uh, turned out to be the winning run. We had good pitching on both sides. Uh, Drake Smith uh, went two innings. He gave up the home run. Uh, Simon Miller, four and a third for the road runners. Uh, and then Ryan Beard, inning and two thirds. But he gives up the, the, uh, the winning run and so he takes the loss. He's now 
two and two on the season. Jaden Ham, uh, as Coach uh, Toman said, goes four or seven strong innings, just three hits, two walks, nine strikeouts. And then Trent Siebert comes on, throws the final two, gave up the tying run in the top of the eighth, but set him down in order in the top of the ninth. He gets the win. He improves to four and two. We played this thing in three hours and four minutes. Sure seemed faster than that. Well, it was a good ball game, and the uh, fans really were into it here. As we were up here, Raiders win it by a score of two to one, and we'll take uh, a win with them on the road to Miami. The team will be leaving on Thursday. First game will be Friday at 6 p.m. We hope you'll join us is that for the broadcast time? then. That Six? is Central Time, okay. yes. So the, the Raiders are winner today on a Sunday afternoon, bright sunshine down here at Reese Smith Field. It's going to wrap up our broadcast. Our studio producer has been T.J. Stewart for John Callow. This is Dick Palmer. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we wish you a good afternoon from the ballpark. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.